Welcome back to the Meeting Madness podcast with Gigi and Ness. Today for our second episode, we discuss our experiences of having COVID, the correlation to creativity and the medicine of working with your cycles. We should actually just talk about that today, talk about like starting the starting the new year yeah. in a doozy both of us like on, <laughs> sides, on other sides of the world we've both had our birthdays and we've both gotten COVID around the time of our birthdays like I know. that's pretty it's interesting huge. like and yeah I guess like it might just be fun just to talk about that experience for us and what it's mm. felt like for our bodies and how that correlates to how we show up for our mm. creative selves mm-hmm. um because i know f- and i read a post of a friend recently and i really related to what she said around the biggest hit for her with covid has been the loss of her creative drive like her creativity is just mm. sapped and she felt like she really has kind of um yeah felt like a loss of direction and like questioning herself around well, who am I if I don't have my creative pulse if I'm not that creative mm. being and I don't think I felt it to that extreme but I definitely felt this absolute need to surrender everything that I was doing like I had no space or energy or time or even inclination to pour myself into my creative work I just I just couldn't show up for it I had to take like I had to surrender to taking that time and there was a part of me that was really frustrated by that like oh I've got you know it's a new year I got so much I want to do I got so much Mm -hmm. I want to create I got so you know and yeah I don't know whether what it was like for you because you had programs already running right so how Mm. manage that like how yeah well actually actually I was no so I was so I still am promoting the the pleasure portal we haven't actually started that but that took a complete almost like I don't know renewal that happened through me so it's really interesting because there was part of it that hadn't been born yet because I hadn't gone to the depth of the darkness which is what COVID has done for me which is really interesting because this beginning of the year Um, I felt like yeah there's just something that isn't fully realized yet you know when you have that feeling of like it's not fully ready or there's something in me that's resisting it as well there's something in me that's frustrated about it there's something that's just not quite aligned and so when the symptoms started coming on I was like oh okay Mm. I need to go deeper because I was having, I was already experiencing a death in that I had moved house, left a relationship, moved, like there was so much death that was happening for me anyway. 
but I hadn't quite got to fully releasing and actually grieving. And so COVID really helped me actually go, oh, fuck, yeah, I've got to stop. I've got to surrender. I've got to feel all this stuff because I was so triggered by having to let go of my birthday and all the plans that I had and, you know, like a party and being with my friends and all of that. And I just had to feel all of the frustration, all of the anger, all of the grief, all of the sadness. And that was so helpful in, and then staying in it because it's been, yeah, like 10 days or something. And I've just, I've rested so much because I just knew my body needed that. And then having gone into it fully and just like let go. So much was moving through me around what I was feeling. I was like in a bit of a pit of despair for like a couple of days where I yeah, kind of lost my direction. I was like, oh my God, I feel, you know, another kind of dark initiation with the dark goddess kind of, I've like lost my way completely. I can't see who am I, like all of those feelings. So and that's then, fascinating when you get to that point. Like you can be so clear and like full of your creative fire one day and mm -hmm. the next day suddenly you get a wave of that intensity of that loss of direction and who to the yeah. point of like who am I what am I yeah. here to do it's really totally. fascinating and I you know like it's part of part of being a woman and part of being a cyclic being and connecting with that cyclic nature I feel like it's a really big part of the process Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's kind of just on the periphery and you just kind of move yeah. through it and it's okay it's yeah. like it's just yeah. like yeah. a little kind of stroke on the body exactly yeah. but yeah. other times like what you're explaining it's like it really knocks you knocks you out with it knocks you in knocks you it's in like yeah knocks <laughs> you in exactly get in that cave it's like you're shoved into a cave and you're like oh I'm here I didn't expect this and then like choosing to face it and of course there's always a struggle I was struggling I was like I don't want to <laughs> you know all of that like I don't want to I had all these plans and this is this yeah. was the way it was going to look and we get so you know we can get so rigid can't we on how we think that the thing is going to go and I and I've realized actually that if I get into that place where I'm too controlling and I'm too this is how it's going to go step by step I get reminded and I get knocked and, and like life is like yeah this isn't how it rolls this isn't how it works remember you have got to dance with this stop trying to grip on for dear life and I think I got to that point where I was really gripping and then that kind of and then I was like right I've got to tumble with this I've got to surrender I've got to like I've got to receive this medicine because it's right here yeah and then it's just been this kind of massive portal of of like stripping things back and, and having to let go and feeling so much. And then actually what, what came through that was a lot more wisdom, a kind of really, a really potent clarity yeah. around here's this other thing that you didn't plan. <laughs> hey, by the way, look, this wasn't in your plan. 
but this is really powerful and so accessing something deeper within myself because I've let I let go of that this is how it's going to be a b c d e yeah and that is that is the creative process isn't it when we get too stuck in the structure and the control we're reminded that that's not like that's not a place to sit in that's when you get stagnant and stuck and you lose sight of what you're doing and the essence of it totally yeah and I I feel like for me COVID was a real initiation into intentionality like landing me so deeply in my body I think I said that in a post I shared about my COVID experience that it just landed me so far in that there was no nothing else I could face but myself and my body mm-hmm. be in that experience and that was enough so kind of like stripping back everything else all these things that feel so important to us mm-hmm. and it's like actually the only thing that's important in that moment is me my body mm-hmm. my stuff and mm-hmm. then from that space I, I had to kind of really feel every step that I would take and every breath that I would take even and be so intentional with it because it was so easy to feel the effects of not being tuned in like instantly so for instance like oh I'm feeling a little bit better I'll run around and I'll do stuff and I'll clean and I'll do you know stuff Mm. would just floor me again because I wasn't really listening to the fact that my body's like no you feel a little bit better but just you need to still go easy. You still need to be really mindful with what you're doing. Like what's your output? I feel like that was the message. It's like what is your out, output always? What is your output? Like really consciously align what's actually alive inside internally with your output. Stop mm-hmm. any kind of incongruency between those two things right like so mm-hmm. you know authenticity I guess this really deep authentic truth moment to moment of being and even you know when I say being intentional with how I breathe like because I've got this cough if I breathe a certain way I'll start coughing if I don't remember to take breaths I'll get dry and start coughing mm-hmm. if I'm talking too fast we're talking too much I'll start coughing so it's like even even the words that I'm speaking I'm like having to really tune in and be conscious of how I'm doing mm. it which is mm. kind of a gift because we can go through life often even when we're staying connected with our creative fire we still get in these and you know we're always working on ourselves and connecting to our truths right but we mm-hmm. can still get in these patterns of semi-autopilot functioning Mm. where we're just doing the things like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and we're in our heads we're doing yeah. things and we're in our heads in this like planning and doing and to really be moment to moment anchored back into that body state of okay what's actually alive for me inside mm-hmm. and how do I now 
you know, take actions that align my output to what's actually alive inside. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, that's really deep wisdom, isn't it? Mm. Around not getting like taken away. And that's kind of what I was kind of talking about with myself around like I'd controlled and decided that this is going to look like this and that and this. And I'd taken, my brain had just run away with itself and decided that that's what it wanted to do whereas my body was just like nah 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 I've got a I've got another option for you here to come back and our bodies are always showing us that aren't they they're always teaching us like come back come back whether it's like illness I always think of as um a disconnect from soul like whenever we're ill it's like we're we're going into a deeper learning around soul around like you know coming home coming more into our wisdom like illness bridges that like brings us back and if we're fighting it then it just makes it worse it will you will have to deal with it yeah and um yeah I just realized when you said that I was running something I was running taste sessions and I completely even forgot that at the beginning of when COVID started happening I was running these sessions and actually it was it's so interesting because that feels like a whole nother kind of like lifetime when I started that and where I am now and kind of sitting with that as well and being present in it and just showing up instead of getting in my head around what I had planned originally I then realized actually this is an invitation to show up as I am right now and talk about what's going on right now how different that is as well as an experience like keeping in alignment with yourself how did that go it felt so right because it's what I wanted to talk about it what it's what was alive within me so what what we always say about like what's alive within your body like move from that place because that is where the frequency is resonating and that's where you know you're going to engage both yourself and people yeah and it really felt like that I was like wow me just you know choosing to let go of the ideas and actually be with what is aligned and alive helped me and everyone who was listening so that was also that's another nugget isn't it it's just like being with what's alive Alive. all the time and this brings me to something that always bugs me a little bit and it's this concept of consistency Mm. you know we get sold that all the time like you've got to be consistent you've got to always show up consistently and I mean there's there's layers to this, isn't there? Because there is mm. there is a gift in a level of consistency, but I think the way it's translated and the way most people step into this consistency creates stagnation. Mm-hmm. You know, like push and, and push, you know, pushing ourselves beyond where we're actually at and what's alive for us. And it kind of pulls us out of that congruency again when Mm -hmm. we stick to this consistency piece 
in a really, you know, dogmatic kind of way, I guess, right? But and I feel like it's still part of the old paradigm, this idea mm-hmm. of, like, you've got to be consistent, you've got to always show up the same way, you got to follow the plan, you've got to, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, and I know when I've done that in the past with creative work, it's like one thing suffers. Either the creative project suffers because it doesn't have that aliveness imbued in it Mm. it's not really living it's like stuck in some past concept that you've had and you've caged it in Mm. or somehow that's still alive and and moving and pulsating but you are not connected to it you just lose Mm -hmm. your fire like something gives in those situations Mm. either you like whether it's you just don't feel your fire or whether you just burn out or the creative project just seems to kind of lose its life, lose its life force, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's that balance between structure and uh, and flow and how structure is incredibly um, supportive, but then it's, uh, it's about being able to let go of the structure too. It's yeah. not like the structure isn't there just to cage you. So like you've then created a cage for yourself that then you have to stay in. It's like, let's start with the structure that supports me. And then if I grow out of that structure, it's okay. I can move out from that place of support and then I can create a new one if I want to. Yeah. And it's just like about I think this you know, is being such able a, to expand. Totally. It's such a personal thing, this <clears throat> isn't it? This is something that each yeah. individual has to flesh out for themselves. Finding the container so that yeah that container is so important to hold the water Mm -hmm. right I guess you can Mm -hmm. think of it like that as a Mm -hmm. visual kind of thing it's like and the container's not fixed like it can move or it can expand or it can become Mm -hmm. a bit smaller when it needs to but the water needs to be able to just move freely within that space Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah that that's probably the most probably one of the most important lessons I've had around creativity is the structure flow dynamic oh, and just realizing that it's not one or the other and it's not yeah. about getting stuck in one or the other because we've we've got both masculine and feminine en- energies and it's about how yeah best serves you and really I I, I've done a lot of creating without a structure like for many years because I used to just find structure I had like beliefs around structure being boring and annoying and just like stifling and then having healed through that and realizing actually no structure is really supportive and nourishing and holding yeah and just kind of like healing through structure yeah that's been really good for me sort of yeah. like being rebellious with it and being like oh, I hate it you I know? was exactly the same I had that re- inner rebel isn't it the revolt mm. to anything structure anything um, systemic I guess because systemic mm-hmm. the systemic 
structures at the moment feel like um, that stifling kind of caged in energy. So I guess generally most creatives will tend to push up against that and, and try mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, stick a finger up at it at some point. But yeah, there is a re meeting, a, a reuniting process that needs to happen to fully to, to be fully supported in that process of, of creation because you're right, it can't, I mean, I know for myself as well, being in just flow, when I've been in just flow and just letting go, I just, a lot of the times projects would either escape from me because I was just too, you know, in all of it or I just found myself being scattered throughout too many different things both internally and externally so having that you know remarrying this like structure and and deconstructing all of those things around it being boring and mm -hmm. you know all of that was so healing and such a huge um and I think it's only been in this last kind of year, really, that I'm starting to really actually embrace it. Mm -hmm. Really, probably less than a year, to be honest. Probably, it's been probably only in the last six months that I'm really mm -hmm. starting to honour that and not feel like in my body this like, Ugh when I mm. hear the word right <laughs> yeah yeah totally there's like a instead of the uh, I'm like ah structure mm. and that's big isn't it for like for people who have like pushed against that for like well yeah I've pushed against that all of my life um but also actually as you were talking I was thinking well of course we have structure we have cycles yeah. that's our structure yeah like we know what's going to happen every month and this is how it works like yeah. that's how things operate structure is like how things operate so there's also a kind of like there's a sort of visual around that that feels good which is you know when we start working with our cycles and the mm. moon and that's like that's bringing in our our structure our natural I'm so wisdom. glad you brought that up because the way I've been working with some of my clients lately is, you know, as part of creating a yearly vision, rather than like structuring it out on it, you know, like a spreadsheet and getting, like that can feel good for our brains, like putting it all out there, like on this map, on this plan. But I'm getting them to transfer that onto a cyclic wheel and really mm -hmm. work with that cyclic seasonal wheel as opposed to like the linear mm -hmm. a to b to c because that resonates for us on such an embodied internal level being able mm -hmm. to see something in a cycle and then relate that to our own cyclic wheel as well is so powerful mm -hmm. and in the last this has been probably a two-year journey for me where i've really started to work with the medicine of working with our wheels not so I've been working mm -hmm. with my cycles for, for ages but actually mm -hmm. 
working with the seasonal wheel and mm-hmm. the, all the all the different quarter points and the you know the every month and a half is one of the sub updates and that has been phenomenally powerful in just re like jigging myself and realigning myself to what's actually alive in the world around me based mm-hmm. on where I'm living as well so obviously me and you are in opposites mm-hmm. but it really, and because when I can translate, okay, this is how I feel at certain points on my personal cycle. Where are those points on the larger seasonal wheel, like for the yearly mm-hmm. wheel? And I'm like, oh, that's that point there here now. And that's, I normally feel like, you know, X, Y, Z at this point in time. What's coming up for me now at this point on the seasonal wheel for the year? I found Mm. that has really helped, especially if I've got creative projects that I'm working with, just in the planning process, in creating a structure that actually is nourishing and supportive for me. Mm -hmm. As opposed to planning out all this stuff that I then can't meet because my energy or the seasonal energy is just so, you know, Mm in opposition to what's really there, what's really alive. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. And that's really what it is that we're doing here as well, isn't it? With what we're going to be offering. And actually that just feels so aligned, like bringing women into a space where we're all doing that together. That feels really amazing. Yeah. Wow, I just pictured yeah. loads of seasonal wheels just together and the kind of like the cogs turning as we're all like it's working a game with that changer. together. I feel like it's such a game changer working with the seasonal wheel. Mm. Have you found that? I found just mm. tuning into even just our own, but really understand, really understanding that. I mean, I feel like the depth of it gets lost on a lot of people. They're like, oh, yeah, I work with my cycles. Okay, I get my PMS here. And it's like, no, there's so much more there. There's so much more mm-hmm. magic there when you continuously kind of map it out and tune in and understand your, you know, like I was sharing on my Insta stories yesterday about the time on the wheel that can happen for some people just before um, their bleed. It's the general time that it happens, but it can also happen around ovulation time because those two points on the wheel are big shifting points. So from one energy to another, so from a falling energy to a rising energy on both of those points because it's the height, the, the depths of winter and the height of summer, right? So it's like shifting years. And what can happen at these points is it's similar to when a woman is giving birth where suddenly the body just falls apart and says, I'm done, I can't do anymore, I just can't go on, I'm exhausted, like I just can't do mm. it. So there's this bodily like, Ugh. and so mentally, mm. but then there's this burst of adrenaline that comes in like, most moms will know this point where they're just like, I can't do anymore. And then there's a burst of adrenaline that comes in to just push them through 
the process of actually birthing that baby and finishing finishing it off. Mm. And this time in the cyclic wheel, the same thing happens. So you feel like you get your body starts to like feel tired and had enough, but you get this like intense urge to create and mm. create something and finish something or do something like there's just this intense creative urge but what can happen is it's like quite men a, a mental urge so we get like in this frenzy of like wanting to create and wanting to finish these things off but not actually getting much done and there's also this feeling of like being quite judgment judgmental and critical of what what it is we're creating so there's this like opposition of like doubt like oh I don't know what mm. I'm doing but then this intense urge of like I just want to create but then yeah being really critical so what can happen is we get into overdrive and we deplete ourselves completely mm. and it's like catching yourself in those moments in the cycle where that happens and recognizing it and mm. surrendering to the intensity of it part of it is surrendering to it because we're going into a portal like surrender mm -hmm. to the intensity but remember your body keep tuning in and nourishing the body as best you can so that you don't end up in that in that overdrive right because then either mm -hmm. we fall in a heap for the last part of our cycles with just because we haven't allowed ourselves to start to shift gears mm. or we have a really horrible menstrual cycle because again we haven't allowed ourselves to fully stop so depending on mm -hmm. what part of the wheel you're on whether you're ovulating or whether you're about to have your bleed mm. i wonder if you know if you've experienced that point in the mm -hmm. cycle do you know what i'm talking mm -hmm. about <laughs> yeah totally it's kind of like complete madness you're like I've got so much energy but I don't know it's like this yeah total almost war yeah I know that I know that very well yeah mm. yeah so feminine mysteries that's it and it, exactly what you said. So the power of women, like really working with that, working with these cycles, working with moving, you know, just having that awareness because it can be so easy in those moments if we're not aware to really doubt, either doubt ourselves, either fall in a heap mm -hmm. or doubt ourselves and mm -hmm. become really critical of what we're doing mm -hmm. and either give up and walk mm -hmm. away from it and go, well, it's not meant to be. Because that's part of kind of staying with our creative process too, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. meeting the edges of going, okay, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. um, this is crap. What am I doing? Like, I don't mm -hmm. know what, who I am. You know, meeting those edges of that and still stoking the fire of mm -hmm. your creation so that when you come out the other side of that intensity, it's still there, mm -hmm. still burning, and you're still um, connected with it rather than just pushing mm -hmm. it away because it's too intense, because the heat's too mm -hmm. much to handle. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. throwing a tantrum 
Oh, it's so interesting leaning in rather than uh, coming out, drawing out and having all of that tension and resistance around it. It's such such a different way of of being, isn't it? Kind of lean into this and see what it has for me rather than try and avoid and distract myself or come out or run away or hide. And sometimes even figure it out. It's not even Mm. about figuring it out half the Mm. time. It's just being with, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that is deep too because we always want to know an answer, don't we? Kind of program to know an answer or an outcome or a solution or how do I fix this thing? Yeah, that's huge. I'm feeling really excited about talking about... um, actually starting this now like the container you know the more that I'm thinking about all of us with our cyclical wheels and how fucking powerful that is right yeah it really is isn't it like we're all like just sinking into it and and it being like visual so that people can really understand that too brings us to the end of episode two as you heard towards the end we gave you a little teaser of a container that myself and Gigi will be opening up this year for other women to join we will be running a taster session for that container very very soon I'd say within the next week we're yet to set dates So just keep an eye out on our Instagrams for more details. Otherwise, we will chat to you all again next week.